Hey everybody, it's Melanie here. I haven't done a podcast in a while. Um, I am going on almost eight months of losing my dad to suicide and finding him and dealing with PTSD and some therapy and whatnot. Um, and since I've spoke to you last, um, one of my one of my last appointments with my therapist, she kind of um, excused me from seeing her anymore only because she thought that I had reached a really great place where I didn't need so much of her assistance with EMDR um, and with just really training my brain on how to handle it. She think I'd gotten a, a very good grasp, which I agree with her. I think I really did. Um, however, over the last little while we've been busy, we went to a cottage for a week, which was well needed with COVID and with our friends and, and, uh, their kids. Um, but last night we went to my husband's parents' house. So we went to my in-laws. We had a great dinner. We had great time outside. The kids played outside, played in the water. Everything was good. And on the way home, I just got super sad about my dad to the point that about 15 minutes into my drive, um, I got the feeling that I've only had one other time where I just didn't want to live. Um, <sighs> my kids were in the car, my husband is driving, and I could hear them talking, and, and it's not that, like, they they kept my mind at ease to know that like I need to live but I was just so determined and that's what I think depression and trauma and grief does is that sometimes it makes you not want to be around and I was at one of the lowest points that I've ever felt and I was texting my best friend just saying like I'm there I'm having a hard time I'm having a bad night and out of nowhere, my husband swerves half off the road and stops and pulls around. And I said, what are you doing? Because I was texting my girlfriend. And he's like, there's two kittens in the road. And, and I almost hit them. And they look really little. I'm going to go back and see them. So we turn around. Obviously, I put my phone down at this point. Being a passenger, I still put my phone down because I want to see what he's talking about. And I run into this middle of the highway, which it's, you know, 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night, 8, 8 or 9 o'clock at night, and, and no one's around. And, um, but it's still a fast, dark road, county road. And uh, I pull over, and these two little orange kittens were just sitting there. And if anyone knows me, that is my, that's my thing, animals stop my brain from thinking about anything else and so I picked up these two kittens and I put them in the car and I said okay let's go home and instantly that saved my life it really did I don't know what another 20 minutes of driving home not being in that state of mind with the cats what have what would have done what it would have done to me um and when I messaged my girlfriend again, my best friend that I was chatting with, she was worried because I had stopped messaging for five or ten minutes because I was getting the cats into the car and, 
And she goes, okay, you don't have to call me back. I was just really worried. You stopped messaging. And I said, no, like we found these cats in the road. And she sent me this little poem about grief. And she goes, that was the cats was from your dad. And I really, really, really agree with her (laughs) that I think that they were because my dad knows that any animal that comes in my path saves my brain from thinking anything else. So we took these cats home and we put them in a little box and they're probably only about five weeks old. And we put them in a tall box. We gave them some formula because my baby's still on baby formula and we gave him some formula and some wet food. And today I contacted a local organization called Kitten Aid who we adopted one of our cats that's sitting right beside me from. And uh, today someone that she works with came and took the cats and they're going to get them spayed and neutered when they can and cleaned up and get them hopefully adopted. And it was a boy and a girl. We named them Bonnie and Clyde because we found them on a highway. But it just, it really struck me with what my friend said was that that was your dad. You were feeling at the very lowest of of your day, of your life, and the thoughts that were crossing my mind were very, very dangerous, although I don't think I could ever act on them because I love my family too much, I love my friends too much, but they were there, they were still deep and they were dark, and as soon as I saw those cats... I stopped hyperventilating, I stopped panicking, I stopped having a full anxiety attack, and I took care of them because they needed me. And I don't know if that's because I'm a mom of four, that I felt the need to comfort and take care of them, but they were my saving grace yesterday. They really, really were. Um, So I guess... (laughs) What I really want to say is, you know, some people may be listening to this are weeks in or days into their grief or months in or years in. And we are all on this journey together, especially when it comes to suicide of a loved one. You will never understand how to deal with it. It will never make sense to you. But what you will get to understand is you may think about your loved one every single second of every single day like I do. And some days you'll think that they're just at home and that you just haven't seen them. And some days you'll get hit really hard with the realization that they're no longer here. But what you have to know is that you can get through it if I can you can I come from a family who has a lot of mental illness issues a lot of depression and if I can do it I promise you that you can too don't ever feel like the fear and the anxiety and the grief and the trauma can beat you 
because you are a strong individual. You are loved and you are enough. I tell my kids that every single night. And I tell them every night to repeat it. I said, you are beautiful. You are strong. You are enough. And that's all that really matters. So that was my experience the last day. And I'm, again, I'm so sorry I haven't been on more often. I, I really wish and I really should be doing it. But moments like this really kind of remind me that talking to a phone, looking at the time passing by, reporting, recording a podcast is sometimes what I need. So thank you so much for listening. Stay strong. Be you. And you are enough. Good night.